Does Cialis lower DHT? I got this question from one of the members in the Testo tribe. By the way, if you want to be part of the Testo tribe, link is in the description, join that community. He asked if he should be avoiding Cialis because there was a study showing that it might inhibit 5-alpha reductase and lower DHT. So this inspired me to make this video to discuss everything. But first, why would we want high levels of DHT? Well, DHT is our most potent antigen. It's the strongest agonist to the antigen receptor. So it basically is the embodiment of an alpha energy male, right? It helps with sexual function, your mood, confidence, all of the good stuff that you want. It basically puts you in a much more androgenic state and it really makes you just feel amazing. So that's why we want high levels of DHT. And everyone is a little bit different. Some people need higher levels of DHT to feel good. Other people can get away with slightly lower levels of DHT and still feel good. So in this video, I'm going to show you exactly what Cialis does to 5-alpha reductase and DHT and if you should really be avoiding it. Before we get into the video, be sure to download my ebook on how to maximize your testosterone naturally. And if you would like to do coaching with me, link will be in the description as well. If you make it to the flex, let me know by posting flex emojis in the comments. Let's dive in. Right, so does Cialis, also known as the Dalafil, lower DHT? So this was the study showing that Cialis might lower DHT. So based on the study, they had, they had these guys do two different things. They had them first do, they trained at their aerobic thresholds. So there was not max training, and then they had them do max training. So you can see the gray line is Dalafil, and then the black line is going to be the placebo groups, and you can see DHT. So here is where pre, post, and then 15, 30, and 60 minutes post-workout. So you can see how DHT increased uh, up to 15 minutes after, and then in the placebo group, it actually dipped a little bit. And then the Cialis group helped to maintain that level of DHT. So when they were training at their aerobic threshold, they were basically just doing aerobic training, not max, not glycolytic training. This is when Cialis didn't lower DHT. It actually maintained, prevent that dip compared to the placebo group. But then when you look at max training, this was glycolytic, right? They were using glycogen to fuel this max effort. And only when they were doing really max effort training, did the Dalafil prevent that spike in DHT that you would see here from the placebo group, right? So this study was specific to exercise and specific to max training, where the, uh, the Cialis basically prevented the increase in DHT. You can see the placebo, there was an increase in DHT. It was prevented by the Cialis only when they were doing max effort training. So this is the kicker. Only at maximal effort did Cialis prevent the increase in DHT. Let's look at why this was happening. Was Cialis directly antagonizing 5-alpha reductase or was it working via an indirect mechanism? So what they did find was that it was hydrogen peroxide that boosted 5-alpha reductase. Here was the control group. So they had these muscle cells, right? And then they looked at DHC secretion and they added hydrogen peroxide to the muscle cells and you can see how DHT secretion spiked. And so clearly hydrogen peroxide stimulates 5-alpha reductase so you can actually produce more DHT. This is what's happening. So when Cialis lowers DHT, it's indirectly by lowering hydrogen peroxide. So here you can see Hydrogen peroxide plus the Dalafil on DHT secretion was blunted, but it was still higher than control. So even though it was blunted, it was still higher. And then the Dalafil by itself also promoted the secretion of DHT, right? But not as high as hydrogen peroxide. But when the Dalafil was used alone, it stimulates the release of DHT. 
And of testosterone secretion, no difference, right? So it was specific to 5-alpha reductase, not to testosterone. And then Cialis actually stimulates steroidogenic enzyme. So despite not increasing testosterone, at least in this study, it did enhance the enzymes like 3-beta-HSD, 17-beta-HSD. So hydrogen peroxide, so the red line is the baseline. And then this was over baseline. So hydrogen peroxide stimulated it. Hydrogen peroxide plus Cialis increased it the most. And then the Dalafil also increases the steroidogenic enzymes. And you can see the same thing here. So hydrogen peroxide... Hydrogen peroxide plus Cialis or Cialis by itself stimulates steroidogenic enzymes, which means you can end up with more adrogens when you use Cialis while you exercise. In terms of 5-alpha reductase, this is what I found really interesting, was that um, hydrogen peroxide stimulated 5-alpha reductase. Hydrogen peroxide plus the Dalafil basically blunted. It didn't increase it over baseline. But I think the Dalafil by itself significantly increased 5-alpha reductase. So when you're not exercising, this is on like on baseline, the Dalafil stimulates 5-alpha reductase and the release of DHT. So it increases steroidogenic enzymes and it enhances 5-alpha reductase. So it helps to increase testosterone and it helps to increase your DHT at baseline. But it seems that when you exercise specifically at the max, this is when it blunts that. And I will discuss why in just a moment. And this was also interesting is that you saw that um, it increased aromatase to an extent. So specifically when hydrogen peroxide was combined with Cialis, it massively increased aromatase. And so they do speculate that estrogen has a regenerative effect on the muscle. And so this is why it was almost increased as if like in a protective way. But the Dalafil on its own does not stimulate aromatase. So what does this even mean? It means that DHT is released as a defense mechanism against oxidative stress. DHT wasn't really released when they were only training at their aerobic threshold. DHT was only spiking when they were training a glycolytic, like a max effort glycolytic. So that would basically mean that if you're going to the gym and you're doing heavy squats, heavy deadlifts, you're training glycolytic, you will get that spike in DHT. So Cialis might blunt that, especially if you're really going like going to failure, right? Going to max. So with Cialis, DHT is no longer needed because Cialis can protect the muscle against the hydrogen peroxide, so DHT is not needed to do it. So DHT is released as a defense mechanism against the increase in hydrogen peroxide. DHT has been shown to be protective, protect the muscle against oxidative stress. But once you use Cialis, Cialis fills that void, so you don't need the DHT. So it's not that Cialis inhibits 5-alpha reductase, it is no longer needed to stimulate 5-alpha reductase because Cialis takes the place of DHT for that protective effect. But also, Cialis doesn't inhibit baseline DHT, but it might actually increase 5-alpha reductase and lead to higher baseline levels of testosterone and DHT. So in my opinion, that's a good thing. Let's look at the other benefits of Cialis, right? It increases testosterone. There was a study where they used 5 milligrams of Cialis for 3 months. Baseline, 3 months later, you can see it was a really nice boost. It was close to 150 point difference, um, increase in testosterone. Another study found where they used 5 milligrams daily or 20 milligrams on demand. And in this studies, either one, they didn't really see increase in testosterone. So the blue uh, block here was before, the orange was during, and the gray was after. So there was no real difference in testosterone before, during, or after Cialis use. But you can see that it was an active aromatase inhibitor. So it lowered estrogen in both cases. 
and this improved the testosterone to estrogen ratio, really helping with erectile function. This is one of the benefits, how it really helps with erectile function in the long run by improving your testosterone to estrogen ratio. It also has a very interesting um, central anti-fatigue effect. Central meaning it works with the central nervous system. So your nervous system is in control of your, your muscles, your, your movement, the muscle contraction, right? The better your nervous system can fire, the better your muscles can contract with more force and power. But as your nervous system becomes fatigued, you lose that performance aspect. And Cialis can have that central anti-fatigue effect, primarily by lowering serotonin. So tryptophan is converted into serotonin by tryptophan hydroxylase. This is just normally what happens. So when you do exhaustive exercise, exhaustive exercise stimulates tryptophan hydroxylase, so more tryptophan is converted into serotonin. So this increase in serotonin is what contributes to this, this fatiguing effect. So when you can blunt, Cialis blunts this effect. It blunts the tryptophan hydroxylase increase by exhaustive exercise, and it has that anti-fatigue effect. So it's always about that, this, uh, that dopamine to serotonin ratio. Once serotonin really goes over like the dopamine level, this is when you get fatigued. But if both can increase, this is also a good way to prevent the fatiguing effect. Or you can simply just prevent the increase in serotonin in general, and this will have a good um, anti-fatigue effect in the nervous system, as you can see here. Then it has a peripheral anti-fatigue effect as well by increasing these monocarboxylate transporters, MC MCT1 and MCT4. So MCT1 is responsible for, this is an oxidative muscles, right? So this is where you're working at your aerobic threshold, right? You're, you're burning fat mostly. This is like walking or jogging, something where you're burning fat while you're doing it, oxidative muscles. And the glycolytic muscles is like, you're doing a max state of max squats, like stone muscles that uses the glycogen. So you can see your glycolysis, the glycogen that produces energy. Where this one is going for fat, the TCA cycle producing ATP in the oxidative muscles. So this NCT1 transport lactate into these muscles to be converted to pyruvate and to create ATP. Whereas the MC4 transport lactate out of the muscle, this NCT1 transport lactate into the muscle to, to use it as energy. So in both cases, when you have too much lactate in a cell, like the glycolytic cells, this um, changes the acidity and you can't continue to produce energy. So the more effectively you can transport lactate out, it will have a great anti-fatigue effect. And now you actually use that lactate for fuel, and that also has an anti-fatigue effect because you have more energy that you are producing. So this is a really nice benefit. Then the other one is it also increases neural nitric oxide synthase. So you might know about arginine that goes to enos that produces nitric oxide, right? So this is just a nitric oxide pathway. So a deficiency of enos, this neural nitric oxide synthase, may result in fatigue by impaired uh, vasodilation, decreased muscle blood flow, and increased reactive oxygen species levels during exercise. So when you use Cialis, it increases neural nitric oxide synthase. This causes vasodilation, better blood flow to the muscle, less reactive oxygen species and oxidative stress, and just better performance. Better blood flow, more oxygen, more nutrients going to the cells, to the muscles, so you can actually perform the way you should. So Cialis does have a really good performance enhancing effect. It's also an adaptogen. So Tadalafil reduces the activation of the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis during exercise by probably influencing the brain's nitric oxide and cyclic GMP-mediated pathways, which is really good because when you exercise, 
it's the testosterone to cortisol ratio that really matters. You want to be in a good testosterone to cortisol ratio. So when you start trading like a maniac, cortisol will start to go up and you will have a suboptimal cortisol to testosterone ratio. So Tudalafil can help to prevent this, keeping that testosterone to estrogen and testosterone to cortisol ratio in a really good spot. So Cialis does not inhibit baseline 5-alpha reductase, but it actually, according to that study, stimulated 5-alpha reductase. So you might end up with higher levels of testosterone, higher levels of DHT, better testosterone to estrogen ratio, and it can really have an exercise enhancing effect, like a performance boosting effect by lowering serotonin when you exercise, promoting better blood flow, and then transporting excess lactate out of the muscles and helping your body utilize that lactate to produce more energy. The only thing where it lowers 5-alpha reductase and DHT is when you're training like at max. And my hypothesis for that is because the Cialis already fulfills the, the need for DHT. At that level, it prevents, it already protects the muscles against oxidative stress. So you don't need the DHT. DHT during max training is more upregulated as a defense mechanism to protect against hydrogen peroxide. But now you don't need that because there's already Cialis in the cells. So in summary, Cialis will not lower your DHT and it can actually help to increase your DHT. All right, guys, I hope you found this video insightful. You made it to flex, flex emojis in the comments, and I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.